Hey guys, this is Shama. This is Alice. This is Ali Baba. This is Shinedu, and you're listening to the Panadol Extra podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We're back with our third episode of the what, finale series. This is Shama, and I am here with two of the hosts. Because one person decided not to show up today. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah. Hey guys. Hi Rinzei. Hey Alice. Hello. Hello. <laughs> are you are you are you afraid? Because you're on the hot today. Well, how for people listening, just to get us together to get this show <laughs> already. That's the fact. <laughs> work already. That's because Arinze is a father, and we'll be diving into that as well. But yeah, welcome back to the show, guys. Um, how's everybody doing? Hmm? I'm pretty good. Um, I have a week off next week, so chilling. Yep. Okay. Um, kids have the week off, which means I we probably have the week on. So. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that means they're at home. Oh, um, so you have to work more. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's it's Thanksgiving week, I think, right? So but you are you guys off this whole week or yeah, I'm off this whole week. Must be nice. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then oh, I didn't want to let me not say anything. Just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Send me, I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, okay, cool, cool. Do you guys want to talk about anything happening in the world? Should we just dive into this getting to know our Wednesday better episode? I feel like we should talk about the Diddy and Cassie thing. Exactly, exactly. All <laughs> right. I was trying to avoid it for sure. Let's talk about Diddy and Cassie. <laughs> what do you guys think? I, I mean, I think he's guilty, but that's just me. I think he's guilty too. I don't think him being guilty is even a debatable subject. Yeah, I think he's guilty, but I like Diddy, so it's really this. I do like him. What do you like about him? Like, I just like, I've always just liked like about him. Like, I don't know. Like, just, he just seems, well, before he used to seem like, just an energetic, fun person to be around, but it's a facade. <laughs> now that I'm seeing, like, with the whole Cassie thing, obviously I'm seeing him in a different light. And then, like, people have been playing all these videos of on TikTok. People have been showing like previous interviews with like other rappers that have said, you know, about his character and the type of person yeah. he did when he made mm-hmm. Cassie this, this, and so it's like, dang! Like now that I look at it, I'm like. Yeah, he really was crazy. Or when he had that yeah. show on TV, I think with the making the like band, making the band, the one with Danny the Kane. I actually, um, I read the whole what's it called, like the whatever the accusation thing or the suit, the suit that she plays that talks about everything that he did. That thing was crazy. So I didn't read it all because I was just like, like they kept saying there was like a trigger warning and this is no, and that. It's, like, it's really just mm. I was like, let me just save myself and the fact that she went through that for 10 years i didn't even know they were together for that long i didn't either but you know how one year like time just goes so quickly that you yeah Yeah. i mean what do you think (laughs) yeah so i mean i think the guy is guilty but it just so let me just make a confession right so when did this news break this news broke on Thursday. Was it Thursday, Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday, Thursday. Wednesday night, somehow I had stumbled into R. Kelly's um one of his songs, the feeling on your booty song, right? And how did you stumble on that kind of song? <laughs> <laughs> What's what you doing? <laughs> I think it was like Instagram or something, right? <laughs> and I was like, man, this is a good song. Like I it sucks I can't listen to this guy anymore. <laughs> And then Thursday, this broke. This news broke, and I was like, "Shit, okay, this is a sign. Need to yeah. <laughs> stop listening to." But the fact that in less than twenty-four hours they settled. 
Yeah, so I think he's guilty. Yeah. I I think most of these guys in Hollywood with a lot of money, they do a lot of slimy stuff overall. Uh, sexually, I think. I think it's just yep. there's just so much access to things that yeah. regular sex just doesn't cut it. So you're trying to do extra, extra, extra things. Yeah. And she probably just had a lot of dirt on him, stuff that would be criminal. And maybe stuff that he just wouldn't even want people to know in general. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the fact that she settled kind of made me side her side eye her a little bit because I was like, man, yeah. she's going all the way, right? But I don't want to blame her because I don't know the circumstances. Yeah, because you also don't know, like, I mean, a trial would be just very, very extensive. She would have yeah. to probably relive all of that stuff again. It's just, it she can be a lot. So, but, she did, but apparently she's been they, this is something that's been happening for a while like where he says or and his lawyer said that she's been trying to get money from him for a while yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know i guess i'm surprised that nobody else came out because everybody was expecting like people were like j-lo when are you going to start come on tell us what happened with you too because people also like maybe j-lo or dawn or the other women that he's been with may have said something you know, Don or no, not Don. What's that girl's name from making the band Aubrey? Aubrey, like, Aubrey, yeah. Like stuff about how he treated her and how, like, you know, just some of the things that he would make them do. And yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I think Aubrey has had some things. Yeah, the one like saying no, she's not going to do it, and everybody else kind of complied with him. But it's all just so crazy. Yeah. I yeah, she definitely has, because she was with him for a while, so she has a lot of, both like, even, I, I think even outside of just the sexual stuff, right, um, probably like shady deals, you know, yeah, I'm talking about him being involved with Tupac's murder, Biggie's murder, yeah, all kinds of stuff. She probably has like a lot of info um, from being with him that long uh, that he definitely doesn't want out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I heard something about Andre 3000 because I guess Andre 3000 just came out with a new album that's like a flutes album where he's just playing the flute. And because he hasn't had any, he hasn't had any new music in like 20 years or something like that. And people were saying, oh, that um, the reason why he left the industry is because he went to some Hollywood party and whatever he saw at that party was just like, okay, I'm done with this industry. Like, that's what I saw on Twitter. But people were kind of speculating that they wonder what he saw. That was just, like, so crazy. So I was just just saying that because of what you said, Arinze, about how, like, there's so much stuff that happens in the music industry. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, like, people were saying, oh, did he... People always say, like, he's, like, gay or bisexual. And, like, he groomed Usher. So Usher... I don't know. There's too much. In fact, let me not say the one that come and defend me. I don't know, Sha. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I doesn't matter. was like, you, you hear these stories multiple times outside of just even Diddy, but like, hear like Hollywood freak parties yeah. and things like that, where it's like, you go, and then they all like have dirt on each other. And so they all like low key, not blackmail, but low key, like, if you, if you out me, I go out to you, shake grab, like, as long as like, it's kind of yeah. weird. So they like have know. to protect each other on the same kind of note, I guess. What do you guys think about the whole Kiki Palmer and her? baby daddy's situation i don't i didn't really care until i found out like i honestly don't care but until i found out that his brother is drunk um, insecure yeah i was like oh man well oh man it's not the guy now it's just brother it's not the guy but he's been saying like some shady stuff yeah he was saying a lot of stuff too oh okay it's making me look at him different and i really liked him so you did well, he liked his character. His character was character. so shady. Well, not even just, not from Insecure oh. Day, but I've seen him in a couple oh, okay. different oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she should have she, ever been with that guy in the first place. So I think, you know, I'm glad that she up, she's up and leaving quickly, right? Yeah. And it's not like, a, you know, when I'm now 45 and then stuff like that or whatever. So I'm glad at least that... She had that strength to do that pretty early. 
Yeah. You know, like it's what a couple of months since the whole Usher. Yeah, it's been like, like yeah, like four or five months maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm glad. But I mean, I look at her and I look at the guy. I'm like, this why Nigerian women, you know, they, they have sense. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, anyways, anything else? Should we jump into our get to know Arinze episode? Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, I'm excited. Alice, do you want to go first? <laughs> okay. Um, I'll start light. Um, who would you say um that you just one person that you look up to the most and what about that person makes you look up to them or that do you love? That is, are you just one person? Yes. So I'll, so let me preface this by saying that nobody's perfect, right? So um, I look up to them doesn't mean that they're, they're perfect or anything like that, but I'll say my dad, um, oh, as for International Men's Day, let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw. I meant to say this. I saw the International Men's Day, like somebody posted it or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, Irene Day," because um, one time you had said, "Do men? Does men? Uh, is there a day for us?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Happy International Men's Day. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I said, my dad. Um, just you know, overall, he's generally very mild-tempered um he like when we're growing up you know my mom was the you know shout shouts you know skata skata and that kind of person or whatever my dad was always the calm one and so when it came to discipline my mom would rick 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 but my dad was always like calmer and we end up just listening to him just because it's like well mommy would shout shouts and daddy would talk and daddy would say something and then the way he has lived his life overall, took, took care of his parents. Um, he was a soldier in Biafra war. Like it's a lot to overcome. Um, and then, you know, all three of us, you know, and I'm not saying this, if, you know, and we said one person, right? So that's so why I'm saying my dad. My mom is equally. But he's, he's always, he's, I think he's selfless to a fault, actually. Like me, I'm always like, okay. I can't do this thing you're doing, or this one you say sacrifice, 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 right? But he did it um, so that we could all have better lives. And I mean, thankfully, all of us, is, all his three kids, you know, are doing well. Um, so yeah, and just overall, like, yeah, he's the one I'll look, I'll say I look up to, if I had to choose one person, there are multiple people, but if I had to choose one person, it'd be my dad. That's so nice. I was just getting emotional over there. <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to just say one person because I feel like yeah. you gain little things from multiple people, right? Um, sure. And you learn from their mistakes as well. Like I said, my dad is not perfect. You yeah. know, there's some things that he does sometimes and I'm just like that, you know, a walk or a bit But overall, um, it'll be the That's one. Good. Shout out to Popsy. Yep. Um, so speaking, talking about your dad, then uh, what, how would your parents describe what you do? <laughs> Like for work? Yeah, for work. Like if they said, oh, your son Arinze, what does he do? What, what would they say? <laughs> They'll say, oh, he's an engineer. He's an engineer. <laughs> At, you know, let's not name drop the airline, but <laughs> uh, he's doing very, very well. You know, he's always traveling. You know, you still now engineers, you know, they have to go to different places to go and make sure things are working well. So, so that's kind of how my mom and my parents would probably describe it. Um, you know, and they might add in like, you know, in 2023, it's all computer, computer, nice. <laughs> so, you know, I'm so glad he entered that, that area early, you know? Mm. So, they might um, even say I do AI, sir. They might even say I do AI, exactly. Artificial, you know, exactly. You just go to artificial intelligence, machine learning. You know, the world is going to be computerized in 2020. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. So, um, I think overall, you know, because my parents are pretty in tune with, you know, tech lingo overall mm-hmm. so yeah um i think they wouldn't understand the work from home you know like i think it took a while for my parents to even just understand like what working from you know home is. what working from home is or like the casual dressing you know 
My parents grew up in the time of sit and die to work, uh, right? You know, so when I, you're working from home and your mom was visiting, does she like be like, oh, come and do this? Or no, I think she generally left me alone. Now I will say I have a basement, right? Oh, so okay. I'll go to my basement and she will just leave me. But I'll pop up every now and then and just like, okay, I did it in, is everything fine? Okay. You know, and she'll be like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know, so okay. Yeah. Okay, Alice, your turn. Um, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? Ooh. Um, oof. most people, I think most people don't know that I'm actually incredibly shy. Incredibly, incredibly gay. Right. Um, if you put me somewhere, I'm not one so from the outside looking because I have quite a few friends, everybody thinks I'm like an extrovert and I'm very outgoing and I'll go somewhere and just but generally if you like I go to a networking event and I'm just quiet, so I'm like in the corner somewhere. Um yeah, um, if I go to a place I don't know that many people, I won't talk to that many people. I mean, to the point that some people think so I've said I'm a snob. Like you're kind of um, okay. Yeah, yeah, which I'm really not. I'm just very shy. Um, but really? people that are close to me don't know that because the flip side of me is that I'm just very, very silly and loud when I'm around people I'm comfortable with. Um, yeah. But that, yeah, I'll say that. Um, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm, I like my. So my this, this is the, like, I guess this is what you're willing to share publicly. No, but I mean, <laughs> what else did they say that people won't know? Um, yeah, I think that's that's about me, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like my personal space uh, or like alone time. Like, I have like sometimes when I just want to be in my basement for myself. So do you tell, when you want alone time, do you tell your wife like, hey, I want alone time, don't disturb me for two hours? Yeah. Or does she just know? She kind of just knows, right? She like knows. Friday after work, we all eat Chick-fil-A, well, the kids eat Chick-fil-A and then I hang out with them, I'll eat whatever I'm eating. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just, 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 and then the kids, you know, they don't have, they don't get iPads till weekend. So okay. Friday is like the iPad time. They get on the iPads, they play around for a little bit, and me, I go to the basement, and that's it for like at least two, three hours. Nobody comes to disturb me. And so, what if she comes downstairs to disturb me? What do you do? No, I mean, I don't do anything. I don't tell her to shut down. No, no. But it's one of those things because it's funny because when we first moved here, I was kind of just making my like, I the basement in my own basement, in my own. nobody comes to my basement. And then she, you know, Typical women now, she's like, ah, the whole house is mine, the whole house is ours, I can come anywhere I want. <laughs> but then the reality of it is that she just doesn't come to the basement that often. Mm. Um, it's just become my place. So, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's that's the routine. I don't have to announce it. I'll just okay. yeah, Friday evenings. Even I don't even go out Friday evenings anymore. My friends just say, I beg, because I'm tired, I'm worn out, you know. Was it like that before you guys had kids? When it was just two of you, was it? Mm -hmm. Did you still have like your own alone time, or is this now more because you guys have children? I think it's more because I have kids. Like the day, the weeks, are, and she has hers as well. Like in the morning, Saturday morning, kids don't even go to her, right? Like mm -hmm. daddy, 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 breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. You know, she just sleeps in for the most part, or she wants to go for a hike. She'll go for a hike. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, because of kids, because it just gets very, very demanding, um, which is why, I, you know, anyone that wants to be a single parent, like voluntarily, <laughs> I always tell them, I'm like, man, it is very, very tough being a single parent, right? If it happens involuntarily, um, yeah, like then, then, then you kind of make do, right? But going into it saying, I want to be a single parent is extremely tough. Unless you have, if you have a support system around you, grandma, aunties, you know that definitely helps, but um, but yeah. So because of kids, we have our own alone time. We have our own individual vacations as well, right? Mm. You go relax, get away from us, recharge. I do the same thing as well. If she wants to go with her friends, if she wants to go by herself, 
we kind of do it once a year and then we do family vacation obviously right so yeah so when you guys do individual <clears throat> vacations do you like track each other's movements like now that you guys are married do you guys like do you have her on your phone where you can track where she's going and does she have the same thing for um, no do you wanna... no because i have a friend that she and her husband do that they track each other like where she, he'll know like where she's going and she knows where he's going that's just a little bit too much at least in my opinion in my opinion i don't know i don't know everybody's relationship dynamic is different yeah you might say it's because of safety like it's a safety she says it's a safety thing like sure you know, i mean 20 years ago when was it's not. <laughs> i don't think it's a little bit too okay. invasive and so the way i look at marriage is like i don't think so you know how people like when you get married they're always like you know one plus one becomes one right i still think it's your two individual people and you still need to maintain some level of autonomy yeah. exactly um and so like i mean tracking short answer is no we don't because half, the other thing is that my wife doesn't even want apple products she doesn't want iphone so i don't even think we can even track mm. iphone samsung is incompatible so Mm. No, you can use Google. You just, anyways. Oh wow! <laughs> so, well, I, so it's funny. Like, so my parents when they are traveling, um, they do the you know share my share my location. location. Yeah. Um, especially in Nigeria, I think that one is a little bit different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if your wife mm -hmm. goes to like you know Colombia and she's not like you know not to say Colombia is this very dangerous place, but like yeah. if she goes to a place where she's never been to, and she's like, let me just share my location, so at least you know where I am. On my yeah, trip. I guess it's not it's not too terrible because I know yeah. my parents when they're traveling, they're going from just to Abuja or just to the east or somewhere, they'll share their location. Um my dad, I think, forgets to turn his off. And so I just mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just look at it and I'm like, ah, daddy, you're just in the house. You who did <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, from that aspect, yeah, but I just feel like it's like if it's always on 24-7, I don't know. I don't know if I want that level of... Um, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, invasiveness, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to see as well. Like, I don't need to know where, you know. Yeah. Okay. Alice, do you have another one? Um, I guess on the line of being married, what's your... Not that this question is specifically for married people, but what's your love language? You know... <laughs> All these millennial terms, I don't know these things. <laughs> you have it. You have to have a love. Everybody has a love language. I don't know. <laughs> You've never done the quiz. I mean, I don't think I've done the quiz. I think me and my wife did. Me and Juma did it one time, and then we yeah. wrote down what I love. Like, I can't remember my own. I remember hers. I imagine. <laughs> hers. Does she know? But does she know yours? I think she might remember it. Um. So, what are the different ones again? I know there's it's words like, of there's like words of affirmation, words yeah, of affirmation, physical uh, touch, physical touch, acts of service, yeah, acts of and service. then gifts. I think gifts is one too. I think mine might be acts of service. Like when I think back, um, yeah, I think that might be it. But I again, like this is not something I dwell on too much, so. African, African. <laughs> what's what is love language? <laughs> no, I don't know my wife so because it's like okay, I have to remember it. But yeah, but mine, I don't know. Generally, I'm not really, I'm not hard to please, Sha. Generally, just no. And is there one that like just don't be annoying me, Sha? <laughs> <laughs> that don't annoy me. That's all. Be around, you know. I don't know. I know I sound very, very like. <laughs> you just you sound, you sound pretty easygoing that's all yeah i'm just i'm pretty easygoing i'm pretty easygoing generally yeah. so before you got married did you have any like thoughts about marriage or like not thoughts but illusions about what marriage would be and then now that you've been married for quite a while has have those matched or are they completely different from what you imagined so um, I think the major thing was around the effect of kids on marriage. Mm -hmm. I think um, that's, that's probably the, the thing I wasn't 
thinking about, right? Like, yeah, you know, you want to get married, I want to have kids, but then, you know, once you have kids, you now it's no longer like love, love, like love will take you so far, but then you almost have to kind of be a partnership, right? There has to be some level of agreement or something, right? Like, I don't want to call it contract, but it's like, you know, I, I pick up the kids, you drop them off, right? Like you can just say love, love, love. And I, because I love you so much, I'll just be doing all the kid things, but eventually you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So that was the part I probably didn't think about um, too much. Um, and then, you know, what other illusions? I, I don't think I was, I think I had seen enough of either cousins or uncles have, marital problems that I kind of knew what could potentially go wrong like I always knew like it wasn't just going to be you know love like love is, is a very key part or whatever but I wasn't under any illusions of you know oh even if we're sleeping under the bridge we love each other <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't uh, you know I didn't think of that um I always knew that like you're the extended families, when I say extended families, like the girls' parents and my parents, that was a very, very key component. So I wasn't any under illusions of that. Um, Finance-wise, I remember we had, me and Jama had like a, a meeting before I got married, like, hey, let's discuss finances. Mm -hmm. to work, right? So it was the kid part that I was like, whoa, kids, who's doing what? You know, yeah. and a little bit of tension initially because we're both, you know, we're new parents. Nobody was just figuring this thing out. Um, and everybody was used to doing things a certain way. Um, so that was probably where, that was a big thing that, yeah, I'll say that and maybe just, you know, like teething problems when you first start living with someone, right? Little annoyances. But that one, I, I don't know, I felt would happen. I wasn't any illusion of that. Um, and I think from, Early on, I also made it clear that I wasn't going to be like I kind of made my boundaries known from mm -hmm. jump. Like you know, I'm not a not a violent person at all. So the moment you feel like you need to raise your hand to push me or you need to throw something against the wall or something, to me those are like, hey, look, those are yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, if your family doesn't like me. Like, I think I always say this, and my wife, she didn't like it at the time, but in a way, like, I keep, <clears throat> I stand on the same thing. I'm like, look, if your family doesn't like me, I don't think this is going to work, right? Just because you're just starting the journey from negative, right? And every little thing you do is just going to be a thing. And I wasn't willing to go through all that, you know, if somebody's family didn't even want me at all. So yeah. I know I went to like a long story around. No, no, those are actually, yeah. those are good. Those are good ones. Okay, yeah. Alice, your turn. I thought I just asked. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, when was the last time that you, like, I guess I'm trying to dive into how sensitive you might, may or may not be. So when was the last time that you like cried? Ooh, so I think death is the one, mm -hmm. right? I've lost people um, over the years and it never, it never gets, like you never get used to that, right? Um, so I'll say the last, <clears throat> last time I cried, um, was uh, a friend of mine died in a plane crash. Um, was it last year? Plane crash in Nigeria. Yeah, in Nigeria. She she was a pilot. Oh, well, that was a yeah. pilot. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that was just so shocking. Um, yeah. uh, so I'll say that was the last time I cried. I probably wasn't. I cried a little bit, but I didn't go like deep, deep. But I'll say the last time I deep, deep cried was. I mean, what is it? 2009 no when did I get married 2013 2011 um when family friends that I grew up with were very very close um they died in a car accident on the way to their sisters on the way back from their sister's wedding um mm -hmm. and I was supposed to go to the wedding I was flying here to go to the wedding 
Um, we missed the trad wedding, but we're going to go for the church wedding, which was like a week later, typical Niger thing, right? And I remember somebody, um, actually, friend of mine that passed in, in the plane crash, her roommate then, we're all just, we do all just people, right? We're all like real, real tight. Um, her roommate calls me and is like, you know, a chuka, and she's balling and she's like, chuka. And I'm like, what do you mean, chuka? Chuka, what happened? Like, I just saw. And she was like, he's dead. And I was like, what, what do you mean? And oh, wow. then the news starts flowing. And I, I honestly don't think, like, I lost my grandparents, I've lost uncles. I think that one was, that one was the toughest one because, like, these were like friends I grew up with. Um, Especially when they're like young too. Like, when yeah, they and they were young and they had just, were all in this group chat together. Um, they had just shared pictures of the wedding and were like, ah, you know, J Town loading. And the suddenness of it all, um, the finality, I like, Honestly, I don't, <laughs> I don't think, like, thinking back to it now, it's like, like I was bawling. When I said I was crying, I was coming back from work. Funny enough, my girlfriend at the time, my, now my wife was picking me up mm -hmm. and I entered the car and I just was like wailing. Um, I remember I went to Nigeria, you know, it was no longer a wedding, without a funeral. Um, and, um, you know, like, the mom was, I mean, the whole thing was like, it's the saddest thing I've ever seen or experienced in my entire life. Like, like the mom was, I mean, she just lost two of her kids. Um, there was a girl, her friend that I had, I had met in Arizona. She was in the car as well. And then another friend, an American girl that was the only child of a mom um, coming to Nigeria for the first time, uh, also died in the car. It was, Wow. When I say it was absolutely devastating, like I, it's absolutely shocking. And in the circumstances around it, it's like the Nigerianness of it all, right? Like ambulance couldn't get there. Like it was just, yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's the last time I'll say I've been, I've cried and been deeply, deeply sad for weeks. Like I ended up in the hospital because of my blood pressure shot up the roof. Like I was, <laughs> I was, I wake up with nightmares because yeah. it was the first, it was the first really, really big shocking death that I experienced. My grand, like I said, my grandparents and stuff, they had passed where you kind of rationalize it yeah. or somebody that is sick, you know, but that one was like, you know, you're here today, you're gone tomorrow, but everything around it is like four or five people that you know, it's, you know, it's supposed to be a wedding, like the whole thing was just, yeah. So yeah, that one I was, I was, <clears throat> I was, I was sad for like months. Like I was just like, I don't even know. Yeah, and I think honestly it changed, changed the way I look at life. Like, like I was easy going before that, but now I think I'm even more easy because I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, serious, right? yeah, like it's frustrating some people around me, frustrates my wife sometimes because I'm like, I mean, it's not that serious. It's not, it's not life and death, right? That's kind of how I always, you know, oh yeah, you know, you didn't, the pot is still soaking from two days ago. I'm like, okay, sure, yeah. But I mean, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, so that would be this. I'll say, I maybe I've cried in between, but I can't remember. The, the most recent one is, you know, my friend as well is death. But before that, I think the big one was that one in 2011. What about, what about like, this is crying for sad things. Have you ever cried because you're so happy? So when Olana was born, Right. Um, so that one, it wasn't like crying, but like, you know, when you choke up, right? And then tears just because <laughs> so you don't rationalize pregnancy, right? In my mind, I was like, okay, of course, there's baby in there. I know everybody's telling me there's baby in there, there's baby in there, the stomach is bigger, it's bigger. And then she came out, and I was like, oh, holy shit, like this is not joking. <laughs> <baby."> <laughs> and I remember just looking and I was like, wow, like. Your, your dad, you know, and I'm looking at, there's this picture I have that's, um, I think Choma took, either Choma or not, somebody took that picture, mm -hmm. and it looks like Olana is smiling, she's not really smiling, but, you know, because they can't smile, but it looks like she's smiling, and I'm looking down at her, and it's the most beautiful picture, and I remember that time, just being like, wow, like, I choked up a little bit, like, man, this is, you get to cut the umbilical cord, um, and I think, yeah, that's probably tears of joy. You cried when Lutana was born. 
You know, <laughs> was, no, it's, it's different because it's the, you know how they say, you know that trend on Instagram, they already say like, post the person that makes you a dad, that made you a dad, right? Because she's your yeah. first. She was the first, yeah. And it's like, so by the time Lutana was born, I was like, okay. Like, I remember just saying, ah, this was easy now. And my wife was like, what do you <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was just different with Alana because it was the first it was the first time I ever experienced that. Yeah. You know, like it was just the first of everything. Um, so it was different. Did you just cry like watching movies and stuff? No, um, I think Whitney's funeral, I I cried a little bit. Whitney um, Houston. Hmm? Yeah, Whitney Houston. Okay. Yeah. Um, watching it, I think Michael Jackson's as well. I think I cried for Michael Jackson. Yeah, I think Michael Jackson. There's some, there's some that are like, at the time you hear it, maybe you're not crying, but then they play all these songs, and you know, people just not just trigger you small. Yeah, you know. And I remember um, with this one, I remember clearly because um, it was on CNN, and they were playing "I'll Always Love You." as um, they were carrying her casket out of the church. And it was just so emotional. Um, and I, I like that song a lot because when I was 11 or 12, I don't even know how old I was. There was this girl that I used to like, mm-hmm. right? And... <laughs> 11 or 12? Spoiled children. <laughs> this guy is like, and that song, one time, I think I was entering, it was just a very Nigerian, interesting love story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll entering bus back from Villa to Lagos. At 11? Yeah, yeah I was my auntie. So oh, I thought you were by yourself. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't my auntie. I was going back, I was going back to my auntie back to Lagos. Um, no, I, I was definitely over 12, 13 or so. Um, and the song was playing on the radio and I just like, I was so, so sad that I was leaving her. And so, like, when I started watching Witness Funeral, yeah, I, yeah, I, like, that time, I was like, wow, this That's is so cute. Yeah, I know. So, anyway. I think I cried <laughs> when Aaliyah died or, like, during her whole thing. I don't remember that. I, remember, I was in, I think it was high school, though, but I remember, like, crying heavily because I just knew she was my best friend. <laughs> yeah. I think I was very sad when Aaliyah. I don't know if I cried. Yeah, I don't know if I cried either. Yeah. Whitney's was... And it wasn't because I liked Whitney the most. It was just like it was just like a perfect mix and storm of everything. I was watching it because if I didn't watch it, maybe I wouldn't have cried. Um, but I was watching it. They were playing "I Will Always Love You," and then it triggered all these memories. And I was just like, "Man, this is so sad. Very sad." <clears throat> so, like you've talked about um, some of the people that you've lost in the past. Um, I'm assuming those people were like kind of in your inner circle of close friends. So like currently, how big is your inner circle? And what what is like what are some things that you consider before you put somebody in your inner circle? So my inner circle is pretty small. Um now when you add families, things just become big. So like anytime I would do something in the house, the house is just because you know, four guys, wives, children, that's it, you know, the whole house is like packed. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So my inner circle is generally small. Um, I, things I consider, like I'll say maybe we kind of have to reason, reason on the same wavelength and certain things. One is like how we see family, right? Um, also how we see uh, just your day-to-day life, like finances and things like that. Like I don't, I tend not to hang out with very, very showy people, right? Um, I, I hang out with some people that have, by all measures, are pretty successful. But if you're the, you know, G-Wagon every time, you know, red bottom, I have to show, I have to show, I have to show. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Just kidding. Nothing wrong. No, it's nothing wrong. That's not very equal of you, okay? That's in my circle. Check out. There's another circle there. <laughs> Go to that circle. And, and again, I, I like seeing those people when I go out because they are generally fun to be around. But like... In a circle, probably not. Um, yeah, and I think it, it just has to, I don't know, it's hard to explain like vibing. Like things just have to just vibe. You can't be a square and you can't be too holy holy. Shay grab. Like if you're always 
-hmm. word of God says, word of God says, I'll just be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, I know. You know what the holy word. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay, let me put it this way. Right? If we're having an argument about something that is pretty deep, right, and requires some level of thinking, and then you just bring God into it, because you can't argue against God, right? So at that point, you're like, all right, you win. Right. Like, like, you know what? Let us let us end now. You know, let us end it now. Um, so yeah. So that's yeah, those will be the things. I don't think there is, I mean, I don't have like a high threshold. I think just have to vibe. I don't let too many people get too close to me like that. Yeah. Like I have a lot of like outside perimeter people, mm -hmm. but my inner inner circle. Okay. Yeah. You probably That's know something anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that you have your family, like wife, kids, what is a memory that you'll always cherish aside from your kids being born? So what's a memory or maybe it's a tradition, something that you guys always do that you'll just cherish? Um I mean, I think it's early. I mean, we've made some pretty cool memories. I mean, going to Nigeria was a pretty big thing. Um, going to Nigeria with all of kind of being aware of Nigeria. So we always refer back to that um, a lot. Lotana is probably, she was two. So she probably wasn't at the age where she, I would say she would be aware. Um, so there's still time for that. Um, the kids get really excited about Christmas tree. So it's a little bit of tradition that works forming if you will so after thanksgiving i'll put it put up the tree decorate the lights um <clears throat> and then like me and the kids dance a lot randomly right like i'll just wake up in the morning yeah i've seen those videos yeah like i'll just like and i'm the one like so my wife is not a morning person right so in the morning it's hard to just get her to be energetic me i can wake up and just be like and then so the kids would now be jumping around and then she's just like, oh my God, you guys. Um, so yeah, so those things are usually fun. I'll just bring speakers into the room at 7 a.m. in the morning and just dance and, or it might just be, we're about to go out and I'll just bring speakers down and just start playing music. Um, so yeah, I mean, those, I mean, again, it's still kind of early because my kids are still young. So there's still a lot of memories to build, I hope, uh, but, Right now, it's just general sporadic fun things um, around. And then Christmas. Christmas is a big one. Do so you think you're a fun dad? Like, do you consider yourself like... Yeah, I'm definitely a fun dad. I mean, I, I think I'm fun to, to a fault that this kid sometimes wants to start disrespecting me. So I have to remind him <laughs> that in case he didn't know. <laughs> oh. I call it mean daddy. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, so if you could have any one superpower what would you want to have and why um i think it would be the ability to read people's minds really yeah you don't want that yeah i i do i i, I well can i have two superpowers <laughs> sure <laughs> Read their minds and, 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 and convince them to do something otherwise. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like maybe thought control. I think what's an X-Men? Who has that? Um is that Gene? No, Professor X. Um Gene had it too. And, yeah, oh, Gene had thought control. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> thought control would be one thing. Um, just because I'm I'm generally fascinated by why people do things. Um mm -hmm. so like I I listen to like psychology books and all these things or whatever every now and then. And so like, I never, I always say things are just never what they seem. So when somebody just said, this person is wicked, like I don't take it as this person is wicked. I'm like, there's a reason, there has to be a history. There's a rational thought besides behind what they're doing. And so if I had the power of thought control, I could convince them that they so. so what? <laughs> you think that people that like, let's say like serial, mur serial murderers are like those kind of people. Yeah. there's rational thought behind the things that they do there's something that they went through there's like, something like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. trauma that led to them being that way like whether it's like an abusive parent or something like that yeah and, and it might not even be like even trauma it might just be 
you know, like what was the like it's like a sociopath or something where you're just you just yeah. don't have but so logically you might say, Oh, I like human meat and I'm gonna kill this guy to eat human meat. I like enjoying human meat. Now I'm just giving an example, right? I enjoy human meat and I mean no other way to get human meat than to kill people and eat it, right? Yeah. So why do you enjoy human meat? I don't know. I just tasted it one day and blah blah blah. So it's that kind of stuff I want to think about. <laughs> um no, I want to understand how people think like that, right? And then convince them that hey, not, look, to, eat human not, not to eat human meat. But I just don't even like religious like cults. I like watching all these like uh, religious cult videos of how mm-hmm. these leaders convince people, and then the people that get convinced, like what's going on in their mind for you to drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and there's always reason behind it, like you know. Hitler, like I you can go on and on. Like there's there's a rationale behind what all these people are doing. Um now it might not be what we like and it's not good for society overall, but they didn't just wake up and I don't I don't believe people are just like, you know, when media just says bloodthirsty person just murders everybody. I'm like, let's go a little bit deeper than that, right? It's like it's not just like somebody just running around being bloodthirsty. Like it's it's too it's too um it's too broad over time. So yeah, anyway, superpower, thought control. For reading minds. I used to want that, but it's I feel like it's just too heavy for me. Like a lot comes like there's just too much like what goes on in people's minds and being able to like understand and read that. Sometimes I just feel like that's I just want to be able to teleport like let me get to that's what i was that was that's mine i just want to be able to be like hey this weekend i feel like i just want to be in wow. switzerland but i mean there's no difference if you go somewhere it's the same thing you're going to get no it's not then i'm sitting <laughs> on a plane for eight hours no i just want to wake up and be there or like when you're stuck in traffic and you're just like yeah to be home right now yeah and then you're just using yeah, your to get simple things man do, do things that can change the world man I can change the word. I can be like, let me just go straight to Nigeria right now and vote in the election. Really? That's, I don't think I was going to change. Count. <laughs> um, is it your turn, Alice, or is it mine? I think it's yours. I think it's yours. No. Right, cool. I'll, I'll, I have a question because this is, because you've talked a lot on this podcast in the past about like you moving to the U.S. and all the stuff like you know like your journey how different do you think your life would be if you didn't move to the u.s do you mm-hmm. think that let's say you you didn't move here and you were in nigeria this whole time how different do you think your life would be i think it would be very very different i think it would be very different um for one i don't think i would have ended up being a software engineer right um because my path in nigeria was medical based right i was in pre-vet I was trying to get into medicine okay. yeah yeah and everybody was like oh you have to be like your dad you know just very typical Nigeria things or whatever um and so me coming here my dad convinced me not let me say he convinced me not to be a doctor but he said there are other options right besides you being a doctor so if I stayed in Nigeria I probably would have not looked at those options I would have probably stayed where I was um so that's one I think my mindset would have been very different, right? I think I would have just kind of continued, like I would have become very, very traditional or very Igbo. Yeah. Thing. Like I, I can see myself going there because of- um, That you don't have a love language is one. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of where like, family was pushing me to and it's not maybe my parents alone but like you know uncles and aunties and you know diopala diopala first born first born first person of generation they'll just i'll just say like going into very very traditional robotic things and my mindset would have just been very different i'm very sure about that um and yeah i'd have probably married a different person probably would i never met my wife i'll just you know, you don't know that. Yeah, I've met some somewhere, or maybe I'd have just done the Justin. Everybody just gonna marry somebody from just you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think my life would have been very different. Like I'm, I probably would have still been successful. I think. Um, 
But and then there's some things I would have rationalized differently, right? You know, Nigerians that live in Nigeria, the environment is different. So you rationalize things a little bit differently from yeah. those of us here that are like, hey, like, like, I'll never do that, I'll never do that. In Nigeria, there's, there's things you can do for the rights, you know, depending on yeah, how things are shaking up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it would have been pretty different. I mean, I would just expect that. Like I yeah, think we are 18. There's no way like I wouldn't have been Americanized in my thinking and how I see things. Um, what I think is makes sense or doesn't make sense. I haven't paid village dues in a year. I don't think that would have happened if I was in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> you need to handle your Igbo card. I'm just saying. But talking about moving when you were 18, like I guess if you could if you could meet 18-year-old Arinze that just arrived in America, what would you tell him? I will tell him, I think I'll tell him just keep doing what you're doing. Right, like um, the hard times. Uh, yeah, I'll tell them that there's going to be hard times, but you overcome them. Um, I probably would make him believe in himself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some things I just doubted myself in terms of ability. That looking back, I'm like, oh, man, I should have been able to do this. Um, so I probably whatever kind of pep talk I would have given him to give him a little bit more confidence. Um, but yeah, and just stay on the path. Like I generally think I did the right thing overall, right? Like I, I like my life where I am now. Um, and so there wouldn't be too much I would deviate besides maybe just a little bit more confidence. You know? Okay, a little yeah. pep talk on confidence. Yeah. All right, Alice, your turn. I was actually gonna ask you if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? And then I don't know if self- if like the confidence would be it, but yeah, it'll self it'll be confidence. I think um, sometimes I feel like I'm pretending, <laughs> and when I tell people this, they're always like, you know, are you serious? You sound very confident. And I'm like, yeah, I pretend to be confident because I know that not everybody kind of has the same struggle. So I, because I know that, I just pretend while I'm having the struggle myself. Um, but if there was anything, like I look at people that just have like high amounts of confidence, even when they are wrong. And I'm like, man, I could just get one small drop of that. <laughs> because they're just so incredibly confident. And even when they're wrong, they're like so confident in their wrongness that I'm like, wow, you know, I want some of that. Um, so if there was anything I could change about myself, I won't even say change, I'll say enhance. Um, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and enhance is just confidence to maybe not, like I tend to be like one of those that I wait, 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 double check, double check, double check before I do. Or in a meeting, I'll be like, ah, you know, I might Google the word on the side just to make sure. Make sure you're saying the right. You're exactly, that I'm saying something. <laughs> I want to say ubiquitous. I say, I bet one of the ubiquitous people before I got so like one more. Oh my god, it's so funny you said use that word. There was story when I was in SS one or JS three. When I was in JS three in literature class, they give us an assignment to like do words. It's like a word. Some of this words assignment to like mm-hmm. what's a word for common or something like that. Yeah. So I took it home and I asked my brother. I was like, Oh, what's another word for common? My brother was an English major. Yeah. In Nsuka. so of mm. course he was like oh ubiquitous <laughs> and i was gonna write it down then I went, to, then I went to school and the teacher was like what does this word mean and i was like uh <laughs> she was like fail <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like i'm not asking this person to do my work again anyways but yeah yeah so i mean those those little things i do for sure like i'm like oh, let me just make sure before i open my mouth and start talking nonsense Okay. You want me to go, Alice? Yeah, just ask. Okay. Would you rather have more time or more money? More time, obviously. Why are you even thinking? No, 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 because money can buy time. So, yeah, I think I'll have, I'll I'll get more time. More time. Um, And it it won't be more time so I can make more money, but it's just more time so that's. I don't have to work as much. I think that would be okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, that's a tough one. But I'll probably stick with more time. More time. More time. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go on. I don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're not saying money is shocking. Yeah, I know. So, you know what? I changed. Sorry, I changed. More money. <laughs> more money. More money. Money will buy time. So, and other and peace of mind and other things. So, yeah. No, I'll go with more money. Money solves a lot of problems. It, it does solve a lot of problems. It also brings a lot of problems. That's if you're if you're if you keep chasing it, <laughs> if you don't know when you can say, okay, this is enough for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alice is not that's why she won't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Um so well, I mean if you can't remember. But if you can't remember, then what do people compliment you about typically? I mean, it just kind of goes back to the self-confidence thing. Like when people say that I'm very smart or very brilliant, I generally am very happy because sometimes I feel like I'm not. Um, so not smart. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but um, so my former boss, which I didn't like actually, um, but one time we're having like a one-on-one, -on -one, um, I think it was the end of year performance or whatever. So I mean, sure it's kind of annoying overall, annoying to work with. But on this one occasion, she was like, you know, like, you know, you have a unique skill of just understanding the business and the technology and putting those, she, the way she packaged the you know, is PwC <laughs> packaged the very well. I was like, damn, are you talking about me? <laughs> like, um, and she now said, I wish you would see that more in yourself, right? Kind of goes back to, you know, the small struggles I have. So, um, but yeah, that would be the, the compliments that when I hear, I I like the most, you know, like telling me I'm a fine boy and all these things. I mean, just, you know, as a guy, being fine doesn't really matter too much. It's just matters more. Really? If you don't have money, you know, nothing. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so my second to last one is what are you looking forward to personally and professionally in the next couple of years? Um, more children. No. <laughs> Cancel that one. No more children. <laughs> um, next couple of years, like what, five years? Let's Ten? say five. Let's do five. five. Um, so what I'm looking forward to and what I really wish I could do is pay off my house. Um, I, I really want to do that. So I, I'm looking forward to that. If that's possible, I'm trying to calculate and see if that's even going to make sense. Um, but I think besides that is watching my kids grow, right? Um, like I want to see Olana as a teenager. I want to see Lotana as a teenager. What kind of style? Yeah, you want to see teenage girls? I, I just want to see like what kind of style they have, what kind of attitude. Yeah. I know, I know, I know I'm asking for trouble, but what kind of style, what kind of attitude, what kind of, how they were talking to their friends? Are they the cool kids? Are they the squares? Are they the nerds? Like, I know. Okay, how they to you once they become teenagers. I know, I know they probably won't listen to me and I'm just expecting that. That's why, I don't know. Probably you have to knock their heads more sometimes. Right? <laughs> you didn't hear that too, sorry. Figuratively. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Just watching my kids grow. I think really, at this point in my life, I feel like personally, there isn't anything I want to accomplish. So just because there'll never be any stopping, right? Like, okay. I make director and then I make this and I make that and I make this and it's just gonna be looking for the next yeah one. and then the more the more you do and I'm not saying that look okay if you're trying to promote me I'm not saying I don't want to but um those things come with more responsibility it takes more time away from your family so I don't look at those as I like think they will happen normally in the regular course of life but it's not like oh I have to do this and I have to do that I have to do that most I just want to see my my kids grow be comfortable. Um, so yeah, it's really more about them, to be honest. Like, yeah, like when my kids were born, I was like, man, I can't die now because, you know, 
In Jesus' name. But previously, before I had kids, I said, like, well, if I die, I rationalize death a little bit. Like, okay, people will miss me, but, you know, people will move on. Now I'm like, ah, die. Come on. I'm always running now. I'm always exercising. <laughs> okay, I have one last question before we round up. Um, since it's International Men's Day, I wanted to get your opinion. How do you feel about Kim Kardashian being the man of the year at GQ? First of all, I didn't even know she was the man of the year. Um, yeah, she's yeah. one of the men of the year, but the, she's the one on the cover. So, I mean, what's the rationale behind that? I don't know. Maybe, I have no idea. All her business moves, something, I have no idea. Like she's so, like, so, one thing I did, I was on Instagram the other day, and I saw... Um, Meg the Stallion at like the GQ thing. And it's funny that you mentioned this because I thought it came to my head. I was like, ah, I thought GQ magazine was supposed to be for guys. And it's always just women, women, women now in GQ magazine. And I'm like, okay. But if you ask me what I think about Kim Kardashian being the man of the year, I, you're asking the wrong person because I don't know if I really send these things like that. I was like, good for them. I'm not a big GQ reader, reader or buyer. Okay. Um, so it's, I know that it's probably just for ratings and controversy and all these things or whatever they want to sell. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to have a heated discussion about it. Okay, good for you. Like, like, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person about that because it's not something I really, really care about too much. Um, okay. All right, cool. All right. Well, Alice, do you have anything else? Should we round up? Um, I don't have any other questions, but I will say that it's been interesting or like I've enjoyed getting to know you and I definitely see like some similarities between like our characters, like some similarities between us, like just some things that we, how we do things, yeah. thought process and stuff. So that's been pretty good to know that there was a reason why we're friends so. yeah i know we've been buddies for for a long long time man so it's okay. Okay. you're in my inner circle too almost in my circle <laughs> i don't know about you i'm in your inner circle not mine i don't know if i'm in your inner circle maybe i have no idea i have no idea like now you're in atlanta did you say, did somebody say hey i'm in atlanta let me come and see i you. literally got here yesterday come on okay <laughs> <laughs> Nosso was here now yeah. Nosso, i'm going to come and see you soon <laughs> That's because Nelson's always feeding me. Food is the is is the way forward. So that's that's really what it is. But um, that's cool. Um, I think I just like I anticipated this episode was much more upbeat than Alice's and Chile's. <laughs> Nobody said they want people that are uh, what did he say? Self conscious. I mean, body health conscious. Nobody could I mean, but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you guys got to know Arinze a little bit better. And our next and final episode will be me on the hot seat. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but thanks for listening and talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Hit us up on social media. Yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like, follow, and share. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Yeah. 